Rebellions are built on hope. This is where the fun begins. Yeah, this is where the fun begins. And welcome to day two of Radio Rebellion, a Star Wars podcast coverage of Star Wars Celebration. This is where the fun begins. And I think himself, yes. I, once I saw that, I said, I gotta play it. I'm not gonna tell anyone, it's gonna be a surprise. And it worked great. So, Oti, thanks for being here, co-host. Thank you, Roberto, for joining us again. Unfortunately, Lauren had to take a break. Two straight days of celebration is a lot for everyone. So, again, thanks to her for being here mm -hmm. yesterday. And hopefully she'll be here tomorrow just to talk a little bit more about Star Wars Celebration. But, Oti, how are you doing? Feelings for Star Wars Celebration Day 2. And then, Roberto, how are you doing? And same thing. Okay, you okay? You're there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. I don't, don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, feelings, how you? How has day two been for you, Star Wars Celebration-wise? It's been great. I've had a ton of fun. I've really, really enjoyed the stream. I, I, I dropped off when you said Lauren was tired. I'm tired and I've been sitting on my couch all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm tired because I've been working the past two and a half hours. I haven't watched. I, I'm going to say it. I'm going to be a bad Star Wars fan today. I had some homeowner and dad responsibilities once I got home from work. I sat down, I tweeted to you guys, hey, I'm re-watching episode two, mm -hmm. I mean, episode one of Kenobi, maybe like 20 minutes into it, and then I haven't done anything else related to Star Wars. So I'm I'm putting all, everything on your shoulders to carry the show today, apart from Kenobi, because I watched it already. Everything else is on your shoulders today. So Roberto, how's Celebration Day 2 treating you? You know, it's been it's been going a lot better than yesterday. I still mm -hmm. had a little bit of disappointment that they didn't show the light and magic panel. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it took me, like, what, 20 minutes to get over it, <laughs> which seems like a long time. But, like, I read it a little bit on Twitter. But then after that, once the show started, uh, the live stream started kicking in, it, it, actually, it's been really, really fun. And there were a couple of surprises that I didn't think was going to happen. So it just shows that when the show's kind of running, uh, um, supposed to it's a lot of fun yeah i think i was in the same boat as you guys and you robert especially yesterday kind of bummed because they weren't showing the live stream but once we finished our show yesterday and celebration was still going on even though it was eight o'clock at night here out there in california it's like five or six in the afternoon so the show was going so then i watched a little bit of the celebration live stage and then watch a lot of it this morning and i'm okay now again this is what i kind of wanted and it was there so yeah we didn't get the big panels but a five-hour show just kind of ongoing it's a lot of work and to do that periodically through every day in celebration is a lot of work and the interview with Ewan and with Hayden was great where we got that little clip uh we have Andor Cassie and Andor I mean Diego Luna and Genevieve O'Reilly had an interview yesterday with, which was great I love Diego Luna his passion for Star Wars is so great we had Rupert Fiend, Rupert Friend, and Moses Ingram also interviewed. So Star Wars live show has been doing a great job. Yes, I one we're not getting the panels, but once that live show, that live stream kicks kicks in, it kind of, okay, yeah, okay, I'm sorry. It's fine, we didn't get it, but we're getting a lot of information. Oti, for today so far, how are you 
any news from those pa yeah. not panels but from the live stage that kind of caught quick, you by surprise quick thought i've noticed that even though they don't give the first big panel of the day when the stream starts they interview the people who were just yeah. in that panel and you know it's not the same but you get a lot of the same information like yesterday kathleen came out Favreau came out and today one of the the people from ilm came out and talked a little bit about the whole story um what i've liked uh, so i started watching the minute it started it started out with lego things and um, you know that was fun uh, i really <laughs> wasn't paying that much attention they announced a new lego movie probably catch it when it comes out but you know the uh jedi survivor thing dropped out of nowhere i really wasn't expecting that and th that was a ton of fun yeah the attack of the clones 20th anniversary was great i really really loved that one and yeah we'll talk about a little yeah. bit more we'll about come back to those. but yeah I, i've i've been very entertained today all right, so there's we gotta start. It was Kenobi. We've been waiting for we'll say four years, probably more, maybe twenty. I don't know how long, but at least since this was announced. Ever since I walked out of the theater in two thousand five. Yeah, it's like <laughs> where's that Kenobi show? We gotta learn what he was doing in that desert for twenty years. Along with his staring at Luke. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I, I won't get into how we watched it this morning. I was the 20 minutes that I rewatched, my daughter was watching, and that scene where he's looking through the little binoculars, my daughter's like, Well, that's a creeper right there. And like, <laughs> she gets it. She she she'll be good in life. <laughs> so you've trained yeah. her well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. So if we're gonna talk about Kenobi. Kenobi episode one, and we're calling our shows. Where is it? The oh, don't tell me I didn't put it here. Oh my goodness gracious! Luther. I'll find it. Ah, oh, it's on my other on the work computer. Uh, you, you, so you have, you have five more episodes to get it right. No, I'll get it. So, Oti, we'll start with you. When did you watch this? Did you wake up? Did you get spoiled before? Did you no, go on no. Twitter? No, How no, did so, you enjoy it? Okay, so I, I have a fun story. I went to bed at 11.40, 20 minutes before it dropped because I thought <laughs> it was coming out at um, 3 a.m. Yeah. So I put my alarm for 4 a.m. And when I wake up, I have this friend of mine who literally texted me. I was just about to go to sleep, and I saw the show was up in <laughs> Disney+. Plus. So they got out of bed and, 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 and saw it. Um, so, yeah, I saw it at 4 a.m., and I have this tick as a millennial where i have to click on twitter the minute i wake up so <laughs> those 15 minutes between i got up and went upstairs to see it uh while making coffee and everything i was just like constantly opening twitter and closing Dude. it like oh damn it oh damn it but like uh <laughs> the only tweet I, I saw was from amy amy guerra and okay. you know she was just singing the praises for the show so thankfully she doesn't tweet out spoilers so i, I was safe there but yeah i saw it at probably 4 15 a.m right. the, the first time i've woken up at 4 a.m happy <laughs> i have a similar one but roberto when did you watch this did you go on twitter and get spoiled or were you did you have willpower just to wait well you know after the show yesterday i had to go to a graduation so i wasn't so i was kind of busy through yeah. that. i didn't even catch uh, any of the live stream after that um i had to go back and do that but i remember opening twitter and i and i saw the whole 
Kenobi was going to be released early, and I tweeted out, this seems like a, you know, an apology from Lucasfilm <laughs> for not showing the main panel to me, because it just came out of nowhere. It was like, okay, we're just going to release it early. So after that, I was like, Corti, I was like, Oti, not, not to try to get into Twitter, because I know as soon as you how are people going to resist not posting pictures? And that's the thing that spoils things the most. Yes. Like you can I, skip people writing things. I hate but it. But you can't skip images. Hey, Mo's here. Mo. Mo's here. She missed yesterday. Uh, She's here. Uh, so I'm like you, right? So I hate when people put spoilers for Kenobi and then a picture of the biggest thing. It's like your eyes are going to the picture P first. PSA. I, I think I saw it from Mo, actually. Flag the picture. People will just have to click on it to see it. Please do yes. that. Yeah, I yeah. I saw a lot of people do that. I'm like, okay, finally, people are smart. So I had I didn't know that they were going to release it early. I went to bed like at 10 15. I was done. I was I tried to watch something. I said, ah, I'm I'll probably gonna try to wake up early. I was gonna leave work early anyway. So maybe I'll get home at 12 or 1. I'll watch it. My wife wants to watch it. We'll just watch it then. And no, my son woke up. He came to our room around 2.20 or something. So I'm trying to go back to bed. It's been like 10 minutes, 2.35, 2.40. I'm like, let me check just in case. So I have my phone charging next to me. Let me go to a Disney Plus app. And then there's the banner, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm like, oh, maybe that's just whatever, just for the trailer. Let me click on it. And then it was there, episode one and two. I'm like, at 2.40 in the morning? Oh screw this! I, I I'm not. I'm going to work with no sleep. I plug in my headphones, turn it on, watch both episodes. Went to bed. Went to bed again at four in the morning. It's like this is the greatest thing ever. So yeah, we all <laughs> crazy. I, I we'll talk about it. I have no idea how you slept after that. I, yeah, I, it yeah. took me like forty minutes <laughs> to fall asleep. Uh, but I wake up at five thirty. Quick thought, always check. I, I always remember this story. I think it was Joseph Scrimshaw from Force Center. He said he was watching Mando episode one, like the day before episode two <laughs> came out. And when the show ended, the second one started, and he was like, mm. and he watched it, mm. and then he couldn't access it again. <laughs> I, I want to say I remember mm. hearing something like that. Yeah. All right, so we all had similar experience, kind of surprise reveal that it was up, so... So today we're only going to talk about the first episode because I want to get into some of the Star Wars Celebration panels and surprises. And then tomorrow we'll do the second episode because that one has some stuff. But mm, yeah. again, we're going to talk about Kenobi and our segment called Comments on Kenobi. Hello there. Such a wise man. Yeah, he's there. Hello there. And then we have a different one for each episode. He'll say something different. Tomorrow, who we'll say something else? Uh, but so let's start right there. We already know our watch experience, Roberto. We I know we were all very excited for this show. Before we get into specifics, overall thoughts on the premiere episode of the Obi Wan Kenobi show. It, overall thoughts, uh, yeah, it's 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 a it's an automatic instinct love, you know. It's uh, <laughs> and you know. I don't know. It's everything that this is a show that, uh, you know how they say, don't go in with expectations because you might kind of like, mm -hmm. you know, be disappointed. But no, this is exactly <laughs> what I wanted. And it 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 started off a little shaky, but it, right away, like within just seconds, it just 
I kind of see, saw what they were doing and I was like, yes, I was kind of happy celebrating that this is like, this is what it should be, mm-hmm. not what it needs to be, but what it should be. And, you know, everybody's praising Deborah Cho and uh, how can you not, how can you not, you see what she did and, and I'm absolutely in love with it. Looking forward to the rest of the show. Yeah. Uh, same, same over here. Oti, first impressions. And then we talked when we did our Kenobi speculation, you said that you wanted a Kenobi that was similar to Luke in The Last Jedi. We got that. Is that the look that we got? I mean, the Kenobi that we got? We did. I, I, I've seen people be like, mild spoilers. Um, people being like... So it's, it's a spoiler. Sorry, for everyone okay. out there, this is spoiler okay. heavy. So just so Obi-Wan dies. Um, Dude, okay, maybe not so... So, <laughs> so okay. Um, I, I've seen people be like, oh, but this is not the same as Last Jedi because Obi-Wan answers the call. I'm like, did you skip like the last 30 minutes of Last Jedi when yeah. Luke answers the call? Okay, whatever. Yeah, no. So in, in that sense, I've loved it. Um, it's it's a different Kenobi. He's in a different place. It takes him a little bit to get around. I have a lot of thoughts and a lot of theories of what's really going on with him. But I, I, I this is the word, the, the phrase I've used. Uh, it was a Star Wars nirvana. Like... <laughs> Everything was there from the prequels, from the original trilogy. Uh, my heart was like full from beginning to end, and mm-hmm. which is surprised. Mm-hmm. My jaw dropped. I, you know, I teared up a, a bunch of times. It, it was just everything I wanted wanted it to be, and even more. Yeah, it was like Roberto said. I, I couldn't hold back my expectations. This is. Kenobi is one of my favorite characters, if not my favorite after Boba Fett. So my expectations for this show were over the roof. And I wanted that emotional show. I didn't want Kenobi flipping around and all this stuff, just making the emotional why he's been suffering for 10 years. And and we got that. And let's start with how they started the show with just, if you don't remember the, the prequel trilogy, here's everything that happened. And they did a great job just to... Best the, the best one. It's if you never watched the prequel trilogy and you just oh, what's this Star Wars show? You knew from that point on, you knew what was going on and how important that relationship was. So that hooked me up right then. And then what they always do, Order 66. Let's start this show with Order 66 mm-hmm. from a very different point of view. It's not one Jedi with one Padawan like we've seen before, it's in the middle of Coruscant. When first we saw Coruscant, I'm like, yeah, we're back in Coruscant. Oh no, those are younglings. Oh it, no, what's gonna happen? <laughs> it, was, it was weird because it tricked you into a sense of security because everything starts out, starts out so peacefully. Like, mm-hmm. oh, they're meditating and suddenly the doors open. <laughs> and I'll say, because, and I know I heard from someone earlier today that they posted a warning now at the beginning of that episode due to the tragic mm, yeah. in Texas. Because that's what I thought. So there are kids in a school being shot at, and someone, a teacher, trying to protect them. So it's very, what's yeah. happening now, right? So that's when my mind went straight away. It's like crap. This is more emotional now because of real world implications. Mm-hmm. But then trying to just bring it back to Star Wars, I love seeing that Jedi Knight or Jedi Master just protecting her father, the younglings. She took down like six or seven. Clone troopers, 
the movements. The yeah. way she, oh. It was yeah. perfect. And then I love the kids just saying, what do we know, do now? Run. And they just head out and you see all the battle below them. Great way to start the show. Again, another emotional Order 66, the second one I think we've gotten in like four months. I can't take another one. Andor, for, don't give me Order 66. I know it doesn't work for Andor, but they might show it just to kill the, us again. The the way I see it, there were like 17,000 Jedi by this time. So there are thousands of points of view of Order 66. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was a little bit shaky on that uh, that scene because mm -hmm. I, I was, when, when I saw the young list, I was like, okay, this is Order 66. And I was thinking, why would he do this if you're... Uh, I was like, why? Why start here? So, and as it started going, it's like, okay, they're not gonna show Kenobi because I thought eventually this was gonna lead up to a young uh, Kenobi, but it didn't. So I was a little bit confused, and that's when I that's when I said started off a little shaky to me. Mm -hmm. It's like, why would you start here? But then, then after that, it makes complete sense, complete sense of why they started. They're laying down the foundation of the story, mm -hmm. and after that, I was just confused completely hooked after the Grand Inquisitors. I know I'm getting a little bit ahead, but uh, after hearing the Grand Inquisitor speech, I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. This is exactly what the show should be. And so, yeah, and it just made sense. And, and the whole the whole kids, it's just like, oh, it pulls you. It, it really does, it really did. All right, so let's start right there. So. Another thing that I love is almost everything that we saw in the trailers, we saw it already in the first two episodes. Apart from with the Fortress Inquisitorius or whatever it's called, that water planet, that's the only thing we haven't seen. And Kenobi shooting some stormtroopers that we saw in the trailer. I think those are the only two scenes that we haven't seen. Everything else is already there. So everything now is going to be just surprises. So we start in, on Tatooine with the Inquisitors are there. And we got the Grand Inquisitor. The yellow eyes make such a difference for everyone, including myself, that complained that first trailer. He looks a little weird. They couldn't put yellow eyes on him. Come on, he looks perfect. The voice was great. I love that he, during the interviews beforehand, he said that, oh, he was, I think Filoni told him that he, the Inquisitor was someone that loved the sound of his own voice. So it was the way he talked and just, kept going and going, oh, so this is a story I heard that you're hiding a Jedi here, because what does a Jedi do? Because the Jedi code is an H and going through the whole story, it's like, oh man, detention. And then Reva comes out, like, dude, you're taking too long. I, I gotta deal with this. <laughs> I, so Alti, your thoughts I, on the Grand Inquisitor entrance? I mean, I the whole it. Inquisitor. He, he killed it. Um, yeah. Rupert Frank, Absolutely. he really, really killed it. For anyone who was worried, I, I was kind of worried about it because mm -hmm. I love Jason Isaac. So, but he, he really, really knocked it out of the park. And, you know, the, that line, from my experience, the Jedi hunt themselves. Yeah. <laughs> um, Reva, I'm sure we'll be talking about her a lot. I loved her. Um, she has some great scenes on mm -hmm. both episodes. Um, I'm very interested in her character. I'm pretty sure the Order 66 thing ties directly to her in some way. I have some theories. But... Yeah, uh, I really love the entrance. And the fifth brother, he got a lot to do um, mm -hmm. in, in both episodes, which surprised me because he, I, I thought he was going to just be a background thing like in Rebels or something. But yeah, I, I really love the, the Inquisitors. 
Yeah, I love the know. fifth brother works with the rebels character. But if I remember correctly, he was very similar that he didn't like the seven sister just playing with the yeah with the crew over there. It's like we gotta do this. Let's hurry up. And and he's the same. It's like what the hell are you doing? We gotta do this. Forget about Kenobi. When that other Jedi, what's his name? I have it here somewhere. Uh, Nari is the one. Exactly. That, yeah. He's as soon as he runs away, he just goes straight to to find him. He doesn't stay to see what the Grand Inquisitor and Reva are gonna be arguing about. <laughs> spoiler for episode two, or not maybe spoiler. As I'm watching the first episode, I see now the how Reva and the Grand Inquisitor work together. I'm like, man, if he wasn't in in Rebels, she would kill him so quick because she hates him. And then episode two came out, and we'll talk about that tomorrow. <laughs> But I love that dynamic because he treats her like you don't belong here. That's most I think I don't know if it's more in the second episode, the first one, where he cannot tell. So you're just kind of a rat. You just came out from uh, under us, whatever. The first one. Yeah, which mm-hmm. kind of gives you okay, there is I understand what's going on. He's just trying to put her down. But yes, it's why is she so interested in finding Kenobi? There has to be some history there. So Otten, I'm gonna put you on the spot if you wanna talk about your theory, which I have a, a kind of guess what it might be, but what's all your... It's hard because it has to do with the second episode, so all right. I'll complete uh, the theory. We'll do it tomorrow. I'll, I'll, I'll hold part of the theory. Okay. I think she's an Inquisitor, but yeah. not like the other ones. I think she was trained by someone on the side and was then put into the team. Yeah, that's that's exactly uh, what uh, I, I, I'm thinking. Vader trained her himself, mm-hmm. and yeah, but she's, and that's how, episode two, and that's how she, because in in this episode it's kind of um, alluded to, but in the second episode it's confirmed. Like she she wants him to gain points elsewhere. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so I'm thinking she has a close connection to Vader in some way. All right. So you don't think that she was one of the Jedi that was turned? No. So, so at first, when when they treated her like an outsider, I thought, oh, probably because she was a Jedi. And then I went like, no, wait, most of them are yeah, all Jedi. Of them. <laughs> yeah. So, so no. Yeah. Well, Reva's a beast. Everyone loves Reva. I haven't seen anything negative up towards oh, that character, awesome. and they shouldn't. Nothing against uh, Moses in because she killed it. And again, that character doesn't mean worse. She's there to do a job and do it quickly. Uh, the way she was about to kill Nari and then almost killed freaking Owen right there. Well, okay, uh, 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 kind of... uh, not that. She's like, I'm going to kill you, your yeah, wife, your, your family. Your... <laughs> Everyone's like, what the hell did I do? It's <laughs> like, he's over there. I'm wearing the clothes. But anyway, then we jump to Obi-Wan. He's a broken man. What we hoped that he was going to be, butcher. what a butcher. I thought there was a crate dragon carcass. I don't know why he was cutting, taking a little meat for himself. And then, so yeah, it's complete, very similar to where we find Luke, maybe not as down, but probably as similar low as. Mm. Sorry? Similar to Ray. Yeah. Like where, where they are and what they're doing. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then he we makes see some him. like he he makes like some asopao in his house. Did you, did you notice that? <laughs> yeah, that was that little piece of meat or fish, whatever he took, doesn't 
become an Azopao or it, it, it looked like Azopao or maybe Pozole. Um, yeah, that you can make that <laughs> just from a piece of meat. There's some herbs in there, there's some sauce, some cilantro, adobo. There's a couple of things there, some papa. Yeah, he, he knows what he's doing. I love Bale, that. Bale gave it to him. Yeah, Bale. I mean, he has, a, he has a direct line to him. Mm. Um, I love the little stove that he has. I wish they they sold that for camping trips or whatever. That little stove was pretty cool. But then he has these nightmares of Order 66. I mean, not Order 66, but of Padme, of Anakin. You were my brother, Anakin, all this stuff, and I'm starting to tear up. I mean, he's trying to connect with Qui-Gon. He's not there. He can't reach him. Mm-hmm. Any hopes? Do you guys have any hopes that we were going to get Forgo's Qui-Gon right then and there? Hmm. You know, it's it's, it's, it's kind of interesting to see. You know, one, one of the things that I absolutely love about the show is, you know, the quiet moments that that you know they gave us with him just going through his his life so at the time i was wondering what is broken uh, about about uh, kenobi and you know i was wondering is he practicing you know i think the difference the big difference between luke and kenobi is i think luke was still practicing but not necessarily not necessarily um you know not necessarily gave it up like Kenobi. I think Kenobi just feels like he just gave it up completely, not practicing at all. So I think that's an interesting contrast between them two. And so I, it would, it to me, it made sense that he wouldn't know how to reach Qui Gon. Like he's not, he's not in the right uh, headspace. He has no conviction in in his beliefs anymore. You, you see, I, one of the great things that I love about Owen and, and Kenobi is that you hear the words that I'm, you know, the boy must be trained, but there's no feeling behind that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost empty. It's like the young Kenobi would have been fighting it with passion. Like the boy must be freaking trained. But in this one is like, he's, he's a former shell of himself. And I think they've been doing, they, they've done a great job representing that in him. You, you took the words from my mouth. Um, so the way I see it, like, he he's calling to Qui-Gon, but he's not mm-hmm. doing any efforts to contact him. I, I think he's totally cut off from the Force, especially because of other things that happen later on. Mm-hmm. Um, and that moment with the flashback, yes, the, the war PTSD, the trauma... But I also think it's kind of the force, like there's this passage in the Last Jedi book where Luke has this vision before Rey comes comes in. And it's basically the force like knocking on his door and he's like, yeah, you're cut up, but I'm not done with you. And mm-hmm. I think it's the force doing the same thing, being like, yeah, I know you're, you know, you're depressed, you're tired of this, but something's coming. And that's the way I see it. And to Roberto's point, I, I think that he's clinging to the Luke thing just he, so he has something to live for. But, you know, if Luke was 13 at this point and he was like, okay, train me, I bet he'd be like, oh, oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the mission, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's something, I didn't caught it when I watched it the first time, but when you're going down to the second episode and when he finally has to, kind of show that he can still use the force. It's like, yeah, if you can't train the boy. You haven't used the force in 10 years. You're cut off from it because you don't want to call attention to it. So like you guys are saying, 
train what? You're not, you can't train anyone right now in Jedi Arts. When he starts fighting that second episode, he's a rusty as hell. He doesn't know what, every punch hurts. He doesn't know what he's doing. There's no way he could train a Jedi. Even when uh, Nari goes find him, it's like, you used to be a great Jedi Knight. Who, who, what happened to you? It's like, yeah, yeah, dude. I, you, you can't do this anymore. But then we have, we see him going again, the same thing kind of over and over. And then we see that scene with Owen or before we, before that, he goes and visits Luke. We have the Jawa come in with a little ship that we see Luke using. So that's a great scene. That's I love that, that Kenobi has its own droid kind of ring alarm pops up, blue, good, red, no. So I love seeing that. And love that, that scene with the Jawa. <laughs> if you're gonna sell my, you're gonna stole, stole, steal my stuff and send it back to me, at least clean it. Oh, cleaning is extra. So I love that <laughs> they, dynamic that they have. And then we have the scene with, with Owen comes, throws a, the toy in the ground, leave us alone. The boy moves to be trained and then he runs into the Inquisitors and Reva. Uh, Oti, did you you think Owen was gonna lose a couple of hairs from that beautiful hair that he has on top of his head? I I, I was like, does Uncle Owen show up in New Hope? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know it's that Star Wars thing. We know where the character is later on, but I, I was nervous. I was like, how are they gonna get out of this one? <laughs> and right before then, we see someone get their their hands cut off. And great moment yeah and can always still like oh, i can't do anything which again you're a jedi like the inquisitor said it can't be helped right now he's not a jedi he's completely cut off he doesn't know if he goes out there he gets killed anyway he can't battle three inquisitors at this point well yeah then the blade goes to owen's neck roberto were you scared for our favorite uncle <laughs> yeah well that's actually and there's not okay yeah. Oh, what's his name? Joe Edgerton is a fantastic character. Oh, but come man. on. We know that that scene feels threatening for uh, Uncle Owen because of Reva. That actress just freaking delivering the mm -hmm. anger, the uh, spontaneous, unpredictable uh, actions that she's going to do. It's, it's her. So, yeah, you do feel uh, threatened. But you know what also, <laughs> also surprised me? Is that I, I never thought I was going to see Owen uh, have more cojones than Obi-Wan. <laughs> because yes. I, I, I would, and I absolutely, again, I absolutely love, um, I love the difference between them too. It's like, you know, Owen believes that what he's doing is right for, for, for Luke. And he's willing to, you know, put himself and his family in danger. And when he faced off against Reva, you see the confidence in him, even though you could see and sense a little bit of a relief when uh, Reva was uh, escorted out. But then you then you see Obi Wan Kenobi just sneaking, <laughs> which again, it's a lot of it has a it had you know surprisingly it had a great comedic uh, timing. So uh, yeah, this is a tough. This is what I mean. Fantastic show all the way. I I agree with you. Like you know that um, Reva can take him out in like a second, but I was like, you're not taking Uncle Owen now. <laughs> this guy has way too much conviction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'll find a way to get out of he'll, it. He'll win just on willpower. Like. <laughs> I mean, just a stare down. He does a great stare down. Maybe he he wears her down just by staring at her. 
Oh, uh, well, yeah, great scene. And then that's when the six brother steps in, takes her to the side, and kind of just forget about Kenobi. We don't have to deal with that. And then we have a great change in scenery. This brand new planet looks so pristine. I'm like, oh, this is so beautiful. Where are we? Oh, crap, that's all the run. Oh, my God, what's going to happen now? And we got not baby, but young Leia, Bray Organa, Bale Organa, Roberto. Finally, all the running live action, apart from a couple of seconds in episode three. Are you OK? Because we've been talking for I don't know how long. What's, what's it going to take to make Kenobi leave Tatooine? And we find out as soon as we saw Leia, OK, something's going to happen. But before we get to the end of the episode, seeing Alderaan, seeing Leia, seeing the Organas, Bray had got a lot to do. Hopefully, we'll see more as the season goes on. But your thoughts on Alderaan and like Mo is saying, baby Leia, she's so cute with a little <laughs> droid Lola. I love that she's called Lola. <laughs> yeah, when you saw the building, the skyscrapers, I was like, no way. You know, and then when you see, even though it was a it was a decoy, but when you see the back of uh, her getting oh, dressed up, you knew it. I, I paused. You know, I paused and I took a breath. Like, no way are they doing this? And the actress that they chose, how adorable is she? Even when she's running, she's running for her life. She's she's cute as hell. So it's like, I'm sorry, Omega, but move over. We got Princess Leia here. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because when she popped up, my daughter first says, oh, she's so cute. And when she started running, my wife said, oh, the way she runs kind of hobbling a little bit. Come on, they know that casting director for Star Wars, they know what we're, they were doing with, with that young actress. It was chef, chef kiss when you realized what was going on. It's like, this is the only person that is going to get Kenobi off that planet. Mm-hmm. This is the only person. And, and then if we can... T- when you think about it, it kind of ties perfectly to A New Hope. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. They mm-hmm. should have some type of relationship, even if it's just, a, you know, this moment in their life. They should have something because you you kind of feel like they, in A New Hope, that they kind of had something before. So this is just goes back to how well they treated this show with love and care and, and just trying to tie, find little nooks and crannies where they can tell the story. And yeah, uh, it's it's been just amazing. Yeah, and we're jumping to episode two, but now we see why, and I tweeted this out, why they called their son Ben. Everyone, why are they calling their son Ben? She didn't mm-hmm. even met him. Because he saved her, he rescued her when she was 10 years old, and this is her way of honoring his memory. So it's like, okay, come on, now it makes sense. But Oti, Alderaan, the Organas, did you also pause it? Did a little tear come out? No, I, I didn't pause. Uh, yeah. Not a little tear, a big tear. <laughs> um, so where do I start? Like, Roberto, the minute I saw the tiny human getting dressed up, <laughs> Yep. And it, it was like this thing, like, of course, of course it's Leia. Of course Leia's the one thing that's going to make him come mm-hmm. out. And I've been very, very hesitant to bring Leia back into the fold because mm-hmm. um, after Kenobi, Leia's my favorite character. And, uh, you know, you know, I, I don't own the character, but I'm very protective of her. And the there's more in the second episode, but everything, everything, I was like, this is Leia. This is definitely a young <laughs> Leia. And, 
I tweeted about this, but like, it just sucks that Carrie Fisher is not here oh, to God. see her because mm-hmm. you know she'd be <laughs> all over that girl. She'd probably even yeah. give her her first cigarette. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, a few years, like fifteen years. She, she, she would be right like, then. she would be taking pictures with her because you know that was Carrie. So mm-hmm. uh, that like thing stuck with me, but I was so overjoyed and I. At first, I was like, where is this going? Or, like, how much is she going to be in the show? And now I'm like, leave her in for the rest of it. (laughs) Have her meet her dad. Like, (laughs) you know, the fact that they showed her that early in the episode just gave me a hint. Like, she's going to play a big part. Well hidden, by the way. We we had heard rumblings or rumors, Mm -hmm. but no leaks, no official confirmation. So good on them. Yeah, I heard rumors maybe a year or so ago. And like, yeah, no, I didn't want her to be in the show. Like, ah, we don't need young versions of every character. But it just makes sense. Because we kind of expected that um, Bale Organa was going to be there. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, Bale. <laughs> yeah. We need well, to talk well, about it. Yeah, Brea. So knowing that Bale Organa was going to be there, it's like, okay, well, maybe we'll get something with Leia. I didn't expect to go to Alderaan this early, Roberto. I think we talked yesterday before the end of our show. It's like, we hope that the reason for Kenobi leaving Tatooine doesn't happen halfway through the season. Like, kind of starts quick, and we got it during the first episode. But yeah, as soon as you see her back, you know, okay, that's Princess Leia. That white with that burgundy design, we've seen that before. That's Leia. And I love the little trick they play with her mom, with Breha. When I saw that, that, Purple hand, like, oh my god, what's going on with her? She's sick or something. I know it's this alien, her friend, the handmaidens, or whatever they call her. Just oh, sorry, she's the princess. We gotta do what she says. Ah, she's probably in the in the in the sure yeah, she's probably out there in the yard or something. And then she's with little Lola droid, naming all the ships going by. And then we have that party with her aunt. And her his her cousin comes in. Oh, you're thanking George. We saw C-Tripius there in the background. And then mm-hmm. we get the solid protocol George. She says, Oh, thank you. Oh, you thank George. They lower life from them. Why should I be talking to you or show you any respect? Like, yeah, put that guy down. And then we see a little bit of hints of her maybe not using the force, but kind of connected because oh, you really are trying to impress your dad because you want him to like you, but you're afraid of him. And then we see that later on the second episode, she does that to Kenobi. Oh, you're hiding something and some other things. Like maybe she doesn't know what she's doing, but she's kind of in tune with the force to kind of know people's feelings. That's a good way of looking at it. And that's what we've seen of Leia until Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. That's how she uses the force. She connects with people. She connects with Luke. Um, she well, she connected with Padme because she had this yeah. memory of her that she never saw. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I yeah because that's in, my interpretation of it. Also. In Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. how did she and Luke connect when trying to rescue she, him from? She got this feeling. Yeah. Like, oh, I know where he is. So yeah, she's always been kind of connected. But I love that scene, and then we got we got Breha, which is not the same actress I believe from Episode Three. I think it's a different actress, which is kind of a bummer, but. I don't know what goes on yeah. behind the scenes. It's- but she did a great job as a mom, very protective of her daughter, but still kind of, okay, you're still a kid. I know you're playing around. 
no Lola for you, as we do to kids. Give me that electronic. You're gonna, not going to use it for a couple of days. And then we get Bale, a little more gray on his beard, but still that great Bale Organa going down to one knee to talk to his daughter, remind her, no, of course you're an Organa. Forget about that guy. We, you do have to apologize. You're going to be a great princess or a great senator one day. And that's, I don't want to be a senator. That's where you'll get great ones. Come on. Come on, Bale. Don't, don't hit me this hard. It's too early for this. Um, it was a great moment where, like, very Puerto Rican that, like, yeah, I know he's a jackass, but he's your cousin. Like, yeah. You got to play with him. Yeah, we've always, we've been through, either on the receiving end or on the other side. We've been, oh, man, they're yeah. your um, I, I loved having Jimmy Smith's back. Like, uh, you know, we all were expecting it, but either yeah. here or in Andor or both. Both. But, but uh, it was so nice to see him back. He, he He's a good actor and see him back in Star Wars was awesome. All right. Um, anything else, um, Roberto, about the first and older scene we got? Uh, nothing in particular, but I will say this, that, you know, I love that, you know, her, you know, one of the things that I, I don't think we touched upon upon the show is how great the dialogue has been, mm, you know, yes. Even with Leia, it was like she's spicy. She's all she knows her stuff. Snarky, but it feels like Leia. It feels like her. Even mm -hmm. this little girl just has this aura that, like, yeah, you're gonna grow up to be like the princess. So and the general, it's just like yeah, they casted her great. Oh my god. The, yeah. My only complaint with Leia, it's the same complaint I have with Luke and with Kenobi. Like in nine years, she's not Carrie Fisher in New Hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was great, and we'll talk something else at the end. Um, so then we go back to to Tatooine. We talked a little bit about this Jedi play by Ben Safdie. Some surprise he was on that cast list, the first one that was announced, and then he gets killed in the first episode, which again has to he cannot be hard. He kind of hey, just go to the middle of the desert. Bury that light. How many lightsabers are buried in the sands of Tatooine? So there's gonna be a few, right? If you tell Grievous who, who have his whole collection, just start digging. <laughs> I find them. Uh, and then the next morning, he's dead. He's hanging in the middle of the town. And that's when we get the scene or after that, I, I guess we get the scene when I don't, I don't even know when Leia gets kidnapped and then Bale By kind fleet. of. Sorry, always by Flea from the Red Hot Chili. Yeah, movie. I was wondering, was that was, was that him? Was that Flea? Yeah. The whole time yeah. I'm going, no. <laughs> yeah. uh, get that bass, stop slapping that bass. Which I, stop, yeah. It's funny because now they have a new song on the radio that comes out every day. So uh -huh. great time. Uh, but it's I knew it was him because he that that cast an announcement came like two weeks ago. Something yeah, came up. Now, Flea is on Kenobi. I'm like, oh really? That's gonna suck. No, he played great. He did great. He, he was used perfectly. He came, yeah. he went, he it wasn't too much, it was perfect. I yeah. just didn't like the ponytail in his back right here. That's so weird. <laughs> it was pretty with all the things here and then the yeah. ponytail. So that's I'll say that's the only scene when they're chasing Leia through the forest. Like I'm like, really? It takes mm. you five minutes to get this ten yoke. I have kids that age. It, they might juke you a little bit, but on a straight line, you'll catch them pretty quick. It was kind of ah, 
oh no you went under the branch i can't that, uh, that's a little weird <laughs> but everything else was great yeah i agree mm -hmm. but then kenobi goes back that little ring droid says there's someone here and then we have this hooded figure that for a second i said oh, oh crap it's qui-gon because he's a tall guy but oh it doesn't have the the blue hue what the who, who's yeah. this no idea did you knew no sorry i'm jumping up because first he gets that yeah, call on his little personal I mean, come on, they gotta do something better. If someone's following you, they're gonna find you real quick. But he gets that call. We got the little communicator, the hologram pops up, Bail and Brea. Hey, they has been kidnapped. I need your help. Like, Sorry, yes. call someone else. It's like I was like Very Luke. What? Very Luke. Yeah, I know, but it's I don't know, it's different. Ray at that yeah, point. Yeah. Is with a kid <laughs> yeah for someone that you know it's oh i'm here for the boy oh she's just as important but it, it always goes back to leia yeah that, that right, triggers okay. Luke to come back and that triggers kenobi no i mean i think bail kind of triggered him a little bit yeah, he's like bro <laughs> here. we're not doing this for for luke or whatever you're because you're blaming yourself. It's like, don't blame yourself. It's you get something. He has a line where he says, Do it for her. One last fight. Is he saying for her Leia or for her Padme? So this I think for Padme. I think it's Padme. He, 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 okay, I'll be just honest right here. He failed her because he he didn't see any of that coming. So and it was right there in front of his face. So I think he feels very uh, responsible for what happened to her. Uh, and then so. there's another quote on the episode, in the second episode. We'll talk that, about it later. Yes. So <laughs> I, I didn't take it as he was talking about Patton at that moment. But I love when Bale kind of, she's just as, as important as him, which is yeah. also goes if we want to go to real world or whatever. A girl and a boy, man and woman, they're just as important. One one is not more important than the other. But I love that. It's like, it doesn't matter. They're both equally important. So you got to do something. You're the only one I trust. Oh, get a bounty hunter or your security guards. No, I'm, you're the only one that I trust with this. Then, of course, the goes army. to... Yeah. She's like, ah, it's going to send an army. Now it's this guy that doesn't know how to use the force anymore. But then goes to Rogue One. Oh, I trust her with my life. So, uh, my Jedi friend, and of course, a new hope. It's like it's it, it all connects, it, it all connects. It, 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 it's like poetry, it, it rhymes. It rhymes. <laughs> um, so I think that kind of then wraps it up. Um, I love this score. Natalie Hall did a great job with the whole score of the first episode and episode two. Plus, now that you guys heard the Kenobi theme in the actual show. Did you like what John Williams did with it? I mean, I liked it, but I'm still like not hooked on it. So we'll see. I, I'll be honest. I, I I did not pay attention to the score <laughs> just because I think there was so much to that I was enjoying that the score was not something that came to mind. So yeah. that's okay. This is the I think this is the only show so far from Star Wars that I actually have the urge to watch it again. <laughs> uh, Mando I, didn't. Boba didn't. This one does. I already watched it twice, both episodes. So do it. It's, it's, it's a ton of fun. I watched it one and one quarter time. 
I'll, <laughs> I'll try to watch. I'll, I'll watch it after this because my wife is like, yeah, we didn't finish it. We, I got to go finish it and then watch the second one again for tomorrow. But the only yeah. reason I could pick up the score is because I heard it when they played it yesterday at Celebration and then it's everywhere on YouTube. So when it came on the show, it's like, okay, this is this this is the score. And it's, it's not the whole thing, but at the beginning you, you hear it and then a little bit when Kenobi shows up. But great start to the Kenobi series. I think so far is what we kind of hope that it was going to be this Kenobi having to deal with everything that happened for the past 10 years. He hasn't put that behind him. He blames himself for everything that happens. Wants to make amends by taking care of Luke, but gets told by two people like, dude, no. Because again, I love Owen being this parent. Yeah, I'm his uncle. No, you're his dad right now. You're his stepdad. And it feels like uh, I, when you adopt someone or you get into a relationship with someone that already has a kid from a previous relationship, and then that parent comes in 10 years afterwards to want try to build a relationship, like, dude, I'm, I'm the one taking care of you. Yeah, you might be their dad. When he says, it's my responsibility. Dude, you've no, what do you mean it's your responsibility? I'm the one we, that puts bread in the table for 10 years. We talked about this 10 years ago, bro. <laughs> when you had, had me a baby, I didn't know who you were. You gave me a baby and walked out. I, I, I was like, you just came out of nowhere. I was like, yeah, sure. You can train I'll it, I guess. It. I met uh, Anakin yeah, for five minutes. And to, you know, to Owen's uh, responses, like, you know, Kenobi looks like a drunk, like a bum <laughs> in the street. Like, let me, <laughs> we talked about this, like, no, get away. You oh, <laughs> you were clean shaved. Yeah, you're a different hair, person. Uh, look at you, man. <laughs> when was the, the last time you showered? I mean, that job was headed. I should have bring a soap because you stink. <laughs> All right, but then tomorrow we'll jump into episode two because then that just goes to another level. But again, love that by the end of episode one, we're gone. We know what this story is. Do you have any, did you have any reservations that it might be too close to what Mando and Grogu did in season one of Mandalorians? Okay, now we have this older person trying to protect a kid from people chasing them. Did you, I know, yeah, that's kind of what Star Wars is, but or is it different enough that it won't be a, a problem going forward? I'm not worried about it. Like it's similar cause you know, Din goes through his crisis of faith, but it's because of the journey he's going in. I think Kenobi's journey is taken out of that. Yeah, I, I feel the same. It's like these these stories completely feel different. Where where Din is about discovering himself, uh, you know, Kenobi is about discovering who he was again, and so it it completely feels different, especially with the characters. You know, Grogu just feels like a little uh, cute thing, where you have <laughs> Princess Leia and maybe Luke, who have so much personality that we'll see what <laughs> with his pop belly. But yeah, so. Uh, this feels different, um, but I do want to bring something up. This is a little bit of a, a topic, but I kind of, because I kind of disagree with uh, Orthy here that they're Luke and Kenobi kind of seem to have a similar path, because uh, to me, Luke feels like he still follows the light, but he's trusting the light to kind of take over. Where Kenobi, for me, he kind of feels like he gave up on the light because he gave up on uh, not helping his former Jedi. 
Kinnik didn't even want to help uh, Leia. So it feels like he's doing it out of responsibility and not because he believes in the light. So it feels those two feel so different to me. It, yeah. I agree, because Luke has this whole thing like I'm lost. I'm gonna burn down this tree. No, I'm not, not. really. <laughs> yeah, Kenobi would have just. I mean, he can, wouldn't can, even have flight. He would just walk the other way. It's like ah, Kenobi's like this tree. It means nothing. <laughs> let me let me make my asshole power again and just eat it. Just fill yeah. with sand. Luke was grumpier. I think Kenobi feels bad because of it. But, mm. but yeah, I agree. Like Kenobi definitely get, gave up. Luke is like trying to give up. Give up. Yeah, because <laughs> he. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course. Hi to Tony. Brokenhearted. Yeah, Mr. Rest, Tony. Thanks for joining us. He's at celebration. Also, Tony. Oh, hope, awesome. Hoping you're having a great time at celebration. So some of your pictures from yesterday. Um. So yeah, because Luke. When we first see him, he's in his whole Jedi robe. So he's not really giving up. Why are you dressing up on your Jedi on your best Jedi robes on a yeah. Sunday morning or whatever? I, I can't imagine him like after throwing the saber being like, idiot, why do you do that? <laughs> yeah, it goes so well with my my ceremony. And, and hey, even that deleted scene where after he runs away from from Ray and he's in his hut, like He's, he, I don't. I don't remember if he's crying, but he's sad, and you get this feeling that it, it's all an act. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, can always plus he's, can always been there for ten years. Luke was there what five years? I think maybe at the most because it's been uh, six most. years. Uh, yeah. So. Yes, six yeah. years before Force Awakens, he's with Ben running around. Yeah. So let's say five years. So he hasn't have enough time to to get as broken down as Kenobi. So, which then leads to episode two, and again, how cut off from the four he's been. But tomorrow, tomorrow we'll get into that. So, love episode one. I think we're all in agreement that we love this this series so far. Um, like Mo said in the chat, episode three is coming in four days or five days on Wednesday. So that's gonna be great. Um, too long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on. We'll start talking spoilers on Monday, and then it'll be Wednesday as before we know it. But yeah, that's it for Kenobi Talk. If you guys are watching this at any point, thank you for being here. Make sure that you're subscribed to our channel. We're at 149 subscribers, one more, and we have to set up our next live stream of a movie, TV show. Maybe we'll do a live stream of a Kenobi episode. I don't know. We'll do something. So we're close. We also got to do our next trivia challenge soon at some point, hopefully after Kenobi. Uh, like this video, comment down below your thoughts on Kenobi and episode episode two, day two of Star Wars Celebration. And that's where we're going. Star Wars Celebration, day two. I don't have a cool graphic for it. It doesn't matter. So the big panel today was the 20th anniversary of Attack of the Clones. Like I said before, unfortunately, I didn't get to watch it. Watch maybe two or three minutes. Oti, Roberto, did you guys get a chance to watch it? And what were some of the highlights? Roberto, you want to you go first? Oh, well, you should start off because I came a little bit late. Okay. To, to yeah, no. So it, it was a very fun panel. Um, Ashley Eckstein uh, moderated it. So she brings this mm, okay. energy and be, I, I, I always say she's a beacon of light. And I Before you keep going, because as I was, was watching the live stream from yesterday and they interviewed her, Great she's 100% 
a Star Wars fan and a Star Wars personality. When she was talking about Ahsoka and how connected she is to the character, even though she didn't get to play in live action, she teared up talking about it and talking uh, about Rosario Dawson. It's like, oh man, you feel for her so much. But even that moment where she's like, I, I love you fans so much. And that's when she starts crying. Ah, oh, she, she's awesome. Yeah. I, I love her. <laughs> I really, really love her. Um, So she moderated it. Um, at first we had, um, it was Tamora, um, Doc Sheehan, uh, Josh Noll, Anthony Daniels, and they were, you know, talking about the movie. And number one, the the chemistry between Daniel Logan and Tamora. I oh, heard. My <laughs> God, like, and apparently, so they're both from New Zealand, and New Zealand, New Zealand is a small country. So apparently, they, you know, they 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 know each other and mm -hmm. they interact here and there. So they have a great relationship. That was very fun. But then, like the last thirty minutes, Hayden and Ewan came out. And one of my favorite moments of the whole panel is they're talking about when they recorded the <laughs> the scene when Kenobi meets them. And Daniel Logan apparently had this issue like portraying the scene. And um, Ewan like goes to him. He's like, just that like the moment the doors open, I farted. And you're suspicious <laughs> of me. <laughs> and... That that was a great moment, and another great moment was like Tamora talked about George calling him at New Zealand and being like, "Yeah, I need you to fly to London to for for some reshoots." And he's like, mm -hmm. "Oh yeah, no problem." He takes a twenty four hour flight, <laughs> and when he gets there, the the he's he's on, he only has to do one line. Oh and it's wow! Like uh, Boba, pack your bags, we're leaving. Oh. And that was it. I, I, I think he mentions it was like just like one shot, and that's it. <laughs> wow wow right now they do that on a zoom call with a green screen and just send it to me but <laughs> and one other thing something very george he wasn't there but he sent the video and it was like this very short video where he's like <laughs> i'm sorry i couldn't be there i'm happy you're celebrating attack of the clones anyways have fun that was it <laughs> yeah that is so different yeah. <laughs> like y'all y'all oh, geek out man. i don't know i'm gonna just be here oh, but man, you know, he looks so old he's like i have you know i know we haven't seen him like he's on regular, so, we, so we yeah yeah exactly so we see these old pictures but seeing them on screen i was like oh man just yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah yeah i, I hope we have him for a long long time but me yeah, too. He, he, yeah. He's up he'll there. come out with a weird movie at some point soon. He'll write, oh, that's yeah. my script for what's that animated one that he did recently? Yeah. I'm uh, making I'm making my, I'm making my sequel trilogy now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, George, you're 95. I funded it myself. It's already that's the secret 2023 movie. I got it already. That's the uh, so dollars for <laughs> yeah. Roberto, for you, any other highlights from the 20, 20 anniversary panel? Oh, yeah. Uh, Daniel Logan talking about how that scene uh, when he lifts up Boba Fett's helmet, saying mm. how, how he didn't know what that was or what he was doing. It's just that they told him what he was doing. So he found out what that scene was about through uh, watching the movie, the screening. Oh. <laughs> or I guess the premiere, and that <laughs> he didn't realize what was going on, and that he was happy and cheering because he thought he was going to be in the next movie, but oh, he was no. actually more to know. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it, and I don't know. Okay, so because Tamara and uh, and Daniel had such a great rapport, they kind of ran with the show a little bit. They took over, <laughs> and yeah. so 
So it feels like when Ewing and uh, Hayden came in, it was really, it was really short. So I don't even think it was thirty minutes. I think it was more like twenty because they just talked about a little section, and, and that was it. And then the show was over. I felt like. <laughs> I mean, they even had this moment where she's like, "I want everyone to tell a George story," and they had to cut it out because <laughs> the panel was over. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, the only thing that, I. They definitely hijacked the, the the panel because at one point, Tamara's like, okay, we're done talking. You guys take over. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it was great. It was really yeah, great. All his interviews are great. He's one of those people that you just want to sit down and talk with them because they just exude joy and happiness and love. And when I went on Twitter, when I had like a two-minute break from holding cement for two hours, Everyone was like, oh, this panel is off the hoop. People are crazy. What the hell is going on? But in a in a great way, like like Mo is saying, they're hilarious. And then I heard that it was Temura and Daniel Logan. So yeah, let, let them have their fun. This is the Temura Renaissance. We might talk about him tomorrow in our Kenobi episode two. And then Daniel Logan, man, bring him back. Give me young, him, young yeah, Boba. He needs to be back. there. Bring him back. You know, just, or just give him an any role. Any doesn't have to be Boba. Just give him something. It will be yeah. to see him. Just put some makeup. You won't know. So since I didn't get to watch it, I can't add anything to it, which is usually what happens on this show anyways. Um, what's your favorite memory from Attack of the Clones? Either from watching it or from the movie itself, what comes to mind when you think about Attack of the Clones. I'll start because I haven't talked in a while. I'm like, Temura, I got to take over. So even though Attack of the Clones is pretty low on my ranking, which is nothing against the movie, someone, one of them has to be down there. But I'm rewatching it. I really enjoyed it this time. To me, it has the best score, I think, of all the movies. The score that John Williams did in Attack of the Clones is just superb. There's so many great themes in there. Plus, the world building that he does in Attack of the Clones is my favorite. We go to so many different planets, different species. We learn about a bunch of things, uh, decks and clones and Camino Saber darts and bounty hunters and Geonosis and all this other stuff and Count Dooku and the Separatists. Everything comes together in that movie. Yes, the dialogue sometimes a little bit clunky. It's some CGI kind of outdated. Yes, but uh, some others still stand the test of time. That intro that Naboo Cruiser coming to Coruscant under the fog right. still looks, uh, yeah, still beats half of the movies out there. Mm. So just the score and the uh, world building to me, it's one of the best in Star Wars live action. So that's yeah. what comes to mind when I think about Attack of the Clones. What's it for you, Oti? So for me, it's something actually very personal. Um, so I've watched every single Star Wars movie with my dad on oh. opening day, except one. Um, the only one I haven't seen with my dad was Attack of the Clones, which I watched with my grandmother, who passed away like six years ago or something. And for me, it's like this very happy memory because, it, yeah, it's my least favorite live action movie, but it's the only one I saw with her first. So mm -hmm. that's I, I remember the theater. Afterwards, we went to Kmart and we bought she <laughs> bought me the the speeder uh, for Anakin mm. oh, and nice. and the Kenobi that had a magnet on the hand that hooked up to the ah to sam wessel's droid thing oh so so yeah that that's my memory of that movie and you know that's something i'll take with me forever back when yeah, merchandise was available when the movies came day out. Off, day off. <laughs> not uh oh, yeah. september 2022 anyway uh roberto what, actually what's it for you? 2023 <sighs> 
<laughs> but I, I thought some of the I whatever it's not right. now it should be in the shelves right now I should be able to buy a Lola right now to eat my kids because they finished school today not yeah. in eight to twelve months no, so we should have the grand inquisitors in there ready to be bought mm -hmm. uh, for, for, me, for me it was it was the emotional battle uh, because that was uh, to me very exciting because this whole time it's like we want to see jedis not just one not just two <laughs> fighting tonight we want to see a whole bunch fighting so and and i'm a you know i'm a fan of samuel L. jackson so seeing him fight to me was like everything and one of the you know now even though back then i was like geeking out everything looked amazing <laughs> ah, you know now it's kind of like you kind of realize they they didn't really have choreography for everybody. So everybody in the back is just doing kind of like whatever. Yeah, when you and see those kind behind of... the scenes in the blue screen, they're just going crazy. Like... Yeah, exactly. So it makes me laugh. And I was like, man, they're just having fun. <laughs> they're like little kids playing out there make-believe. So mm -hmm. now it's like everybody will have a movie. Everybody will have something to do. But back then it was like, yeah, <laughs> just do whatever. So I, now I look at it differently and, and I just look at it more like they're just playing around. So it's kind of like a, a scene that takes a little bit of a meaning uh, as the years went by. Yeah. I mean, it's a great movie. It has some stuff, but in terms of enjoying it, and it's probably the most George Lucas, George Lucas movie, Star Wars wise, yeah. that's what he wants. So let's give him that. All right, so what are the biggest surprises, I guess, that drop? I don't know if it's part of celebration or not, because we didn't get a video game channel. Trailer drop out of nowhere. No, before. It, it, it was during celebration. Okay, so tell us, Otis, we set up the... Dude, this, what happened over there? So I was sitting on my couch, and then I think it was Andy Gutierrez. Um, he, he's in the stage, and he, he has BD-1, and I'm like, oh, they're announcing a, a BD-1 figure or something. Mm -hmm. And he's mm -hmm. like, oh, you have a transmission? An hour-before-seen trailer? I'm like... <laughs> and it just <laughs> popped up. I'm like, I was not expecting this. Um, so, yeah, we got a teaser trailer for um, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Um, it's still a weird name, but... Well, I, you know what? Let's watch it. Let's watch it, react to it. I watched it before, but I know nothing. Let me rephrase it. I haven't played Fallen Order because I don't have a next-gen system. Maybe we'll get one soon, but I've seen the whole cutscene, so I know the story. Okay. Um, but yeah, I saw this came out. Let's watch it real quick. I we'll adore that game, by the way. I yeah. adore it. Okay. All right. I still have to finish it. All right, and we should have audio for this one. I'll just put a little bit low. Oh, too low. Tell me, Calcastus. It just looks great. It's important to know it's, it's a cinematic trailer, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not a gameplay. The, yeah, the game will probably not look like that, but. So, Grand Inquisitor? No. There, there's an article on StarWars.com that okay. has like subtitles for some pictures. We'll talk about it. Okay. What is your next move, Jedi? And this mystery character. So at first I thought it was going to be Vader in the back that time. But... Same. 
No idea who this character is. Yeah. I know who he is. <laughs> Star Wars Jedi Survivor. A weird title. But well, there it is. 2023. There's a lot happening in 2023. But... Uh, so being just a, a cinematic trailer, I'm thinking it'll be late 2023. And video games industry has been very rocky lately. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it got push to 2024 just right. leaving it out there Roberto, are you a gamer do you play have you played jedi fallen order or at least know the story I, i'm in the middle of playing jedi okay. fallen order since <laughs> i just got like uh, a console that long ago but but you know this is something of a bit surprised i was like i was like i was just like oh, okay listening to what they're saying and I thought it was about uh, action figures then, because I think they had they had a uh, the panel for the Hasbro not uh, pretty close by, so I was like, oh okay, they they're and promoting. They toys. had just shown like a Lego set of BD One, I think. Mm. They had shown yeah. like a toy, so I, yeah, I thought it was like connected to that. Yeah, so I didn't take much interest until they said, uh, "Here's a trailer," and I was like, "What the hell?" And it, so it was excited to kind of see it, but you know what? Here's the thing. I, I didn't hit me till you you said it uh, Alberto that it's weird that it don't have a you know a video game panel but I yeah. wonder if it's because of the you know hashtag blackout or or uh, it's blackout Star Wars Eclipse or something yeah. you know maybe that uh, that uh you know pushback um, was the reason why they said let's not do video games because even if they have even if they exclude uh, that uh, that game. I could imagine people still you bringing it's hashtag. It's uh, gonna be the elephant in the room. Yeah, exactly. I was because before they announced all the panels, I was hundred percent sure they were gonna have a video game panel, and I was waiting to see if they address the that game or just keep it quiet. But I don't know. Like you said, was that the decision not to to have a video game panel? Because there's a lot of stuff happening. Uh, There's a lot part. of games in development. Yeah, a lot of. So them. it's surprising that they didn't have one, but maybe they didn't want the backlash during celebration. Uh, but yeah, for me, just surprised. I haven't played. Right, love the story of Calcasis, the story of Fallen Order, and this looks pretty exciting. Uh, like you said, Otto, it's kind of same time frame that can be. So we'll see if it connects in some way. So what was it from that article, maybe, that we can learn a little bit more about it? So it's five years after um, the first game, so it's around the time of Kenobi. Yeah. Um, the guy that looks like the Grand Inquisitor, he's a senator. It says, like, mm. um, uh, an, an Imperial senator does a nefarious deal or something like that. Mm. I, I don't know. Um, other than that, there's, you know, the, read the article. It's, it's actually... Um, very okay, I'll, I'll read it. I'm sorry. I'll give you a it's, report tomorrow. It's to the audience, not you. I know what that was. Well, go read the article. And go read the article. Yeah. Go read a book. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's basically like the the biggest things about it because the article is more talking about the legacy of the games. We mm -hmm. they get to the to the new game at the end. So okay, who's that but, character in that tank? Yeah, that's what's no one knows. That's Revan. Actually, <laughs> the the the, the, per, the person fighting <laughs> Cal for a second, I thought it was Revan. 
just bring him, just bring Revan, just bring him in, make him. He survived all the the old republic, and he's yeah, like, it's uh, jump from the acolyte to Jedi fallen survivor, whatever Jedi survivor. But I had twenty twenty three, like Mister Reset on the comments. Twenty twenty three is gonna be an epic year for Star Wars. There's like three different TV shows coming out. Uh, supposedly that Taika Waititi movie maybe in December. Now this video game, it's gonna be packed. That's like five things right there. Well, plus the High Republic. Well, and the High Republic show. Yes. Which one? This one? Where is it? Ah, I got to set up my stuff earlier. Doesn't matter. There we go. Young Jedi Adventure. So another surprise. Thank you, Alti, for putting this on our group chat. And then I was able to confirm it because I wasn't 100% sure if you were messing with me or not. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this got announced is a Younglings kind of running around in the, I guess, the Jedi Temple, learning to be Jedi. It's going to be on Disney Plus plus Disney Junior. So it's a younger kid show, which doesn't matter. I think Resistance maybe was in Disney Junior, I think. Maybe Disney XD. And Rebel started out as Aint. Yeah, and then kind of moved to Disney XD, which is 13 to 14. But very excited for this. Complete surprise. Our friend Lauren that's not here, she was talking, oh, please give us an animated movie that she wanted. We're not there at the moment, but a new animated show geared to, maybe geared to a younger audience, which is fine. We have Kenobi, we have Andor, so give the younger audience something. And to make it in the High Republic, now you connect those younger kids to the books, even the middle grade, the, the young younger readers. books, young yeah. readers. There we go, the High Republic is now starting to expand. And maybe this was the show that got confused with Grammar Radio. People saying it's a younger kids in the High Republic. Maybe it's this one. Yeah. It's that I'm so sure this is the first step into bringing in because the Acolyte is High Republic, but I'm really getting nah. the feeling it's going to be totally separate. Like mm -hmm. it's more like, um, I don't know how to say it in English. It's casualidad that it's in High <laughs> Republic more than yeah. planned. Yeah. But it feels like I, a transition, right? Yeah, so I'm seeing this as a the first step into taking us in. And Yoda's gonna be in it. <laughs> he's in everything. Come on, he's alive. He'll be like 300 years, 400 years. Do we know at what point this take, takes place in terms of High they Republic? Didn't they no. didn't say. Do you know? Oh man, can we get some of the High Republic Jedi that we know? Kind of just telling Geos, telling the the younglings, hey, I gotta go to Starlight Beacon. How are you guys doing? See you later when I come back. No, I'm swimming. They, so they were asked <laughs> if we would see new characters, and they only said we would see Yoda. I mean, if we would see the the characters we've already met, they, they only come from Yoda. So let's see. Maybe they don't, maybe they don't know. <laughs> no, this is coming next year. I thought they would have some kind of at least show a little. Oh, concept yeah, no. Uh, yeah, that, that was your complaint. Like these things are done fairly yeah. advanced. So that so was this weird. is also 2023? Spring mm -hmm. 2023. It's right around the corner. And we yeah, still have... just show a little bit. Show yeah. and, and the art style that they described was actually very interesting because they were like, we wanted to make these 3D models, but we also wanted to have the feel of airbrush and you know mm. um, ha mm. uh, hand animation. So yeah, that, that was that was interesting. Cool. So, Star Wars, Young Jedi Adventure, 2023, High Republic. Oh, excuse me. High Republic. Anything High Republic, I'm going to be excited. So, 
very excited for that. Um, so I think that kind of wraps up most of the biggest announcement from day two of celebration. Anything else, Oti or Roberto, that we miss you want to mention real quick before we we head out for the night? Let me check my notes. They just they mentioned the so the Lego movie or the Lego uh, title for it. So it's it's vacation. vacation. Yeah. Is it another one of those Disney Plus kind of Christmas mm -hmm. special? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Those are always yeah, fun. It. 40 minutes, just have a little little laugh. I, I really like the holiday yeah. special. Yeah, I haven't nice. seen the, the Halloween one, but I really like that one. Yeah, the Halloween Halloween one is almost like a Simpsons kind of three house of horror, kind of four yeah. different stories, and then kind of have something similar. I love the one, this one with Grievous and Maul. That was pretty cool, trying to get, I think, a monkey's paw to take to the emperor. So that was my favorite mm -hmm. one. But yeah, those are yeah, always oh, entertaining. Yeah, this one takes place after Cross, so too. Another one with that takes place after Cross. Uh, so, Rise of Skywalker? Yeah, after oh. the Rise of Skywalker, the, the summer vacation. So, yeah. that should be do, interesting. Do you want to talk real quick? Because it's not celebration, it's not Kenobi, but apparently there's some new interviews out there that Catherine Kennedy did at some point soon, um, recently. I think it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Talking about. The Taika Waititi movie probably being the next one, which we learned that in the Vanity Fair article, but she said, yeah, 2023, probably late 2023 or December 2023, complete shock. And then especially because nothing got announced. And then saying that everything else movie-wise is going to be after sequel nice. trilogy. We're focusing after yeah, sequel trilogy. Does this mean with the characters from the sequel trilogy just not doing a trilogy themselves or just further away brand new characters i think they have an opportunity to bring them in if they needed to i don't think we're getting the next step in ray story or post story yeah, or Finn story. i think it will be something else how about you Thor? yeah no i would love it to be oh um, awesome yeah, yeah. <laughs> But like that's that that's my biggest uh, I'm the biggest fan of the, of the trilogies when it comes to all, all three of them. But yeah, I'm, I think I'm the same boat because I think they have right now they have an opportunity to kind of set the foundation for the future and what it means for them. So I think when it comes to the Jedi and where the direction they're gonna go, they have to really think about it. And 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 so you could make movies now with. Uh, you know, that have nothing to do with that and kind of set the foundation for those movies to come later on. Um, so that ha that has me excited. Just the fact that they're moving forward with the trilogy and not going so back or going into something that we already seen before. So it's a it play seems, for them. It seems like they have a game plan and that mm -hmm. makes me happy. Yeah, and it's, she mentioned again that they're not thinking about movies anymore as trilogies. It's all these interconnected stories. I don't. I forget the exact phrase that she's storytelling. Persistent storytelling. Yeah. Which, I don't know what yeah, that means. It's whatever. It's one whole story or whatever. I don't know. I'm not Kathleen Kennedy, but I like, like that whatever she's, they need. Another story. Yeah, but I'm very surprised that she kind of put it out there that 2023 we're getting the next movie after a couple of weeks ago, and that. Vanity Fair article is like, this has to be a three to five year commitment. And we know Tyke has been busy doing Thor, doing the uh, Flags, our Flags Earth, Mean Death show, Earth all this stuff. Wins, yeah. yeah, so 
has he really been working for three years or two years before starting now? Because if he starts now, is it enough time to get a full-on movie by December 2023? I don't it's, know. It's not. Well, it, 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 maybe. The only thing I'm thinking about is what if they film it like 100% on the volume? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They wrap it in and like it, three months. And we know that Taika was filming in the volume. Uh, or, uh, oh my God, it's coming out in story. 2023. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have we talked about this secret movie that's not happening? We're going to eat our words. So, I, I, I mean, I, I'll take it. I'll take I, it, but I'm I not still betting think it's on a long it. shot. I still yeah, think I'm not betting on it. Yeah, and I, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I hope that they have learned when we talked about what you should have taken. Your, the There's a lesson to be learned here. Is to, it's okay to push movies. If it's not ready for 2023, just push it. Don't rush yeah. it. Look at Top Gun. It got pushed like two two years, and now everyone's singing its praises as a great sequel. Just, just push it. Make sure it's it's ready. All right. So with that, we're wrapping up our second day, talking about Star Wars Celebration, talking about Kenobi. We'll be back here tomorrow at a regular time, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. We'll see if Lauren can join us then. Uh, tomorrow we have the Mandalorian panel to see if we finally get the official trailer, what other news we get for season three of Mandalorian. And we have that uh, Jedi Tales, is it? A new, I forgot the name of it, a new animated shorts or anime, yeah, animated anthology shorts, uh, Star Wars Jedi something. It's not this, the Young Jedi Adventure, it's something else. It has its own panel. I think it's tomorrow also. I don't think that Visions ones is tomorrow. I think that's Sunday. But we have those two panels tomorrow to talk about. I think one of them is going to be as we're having our show. So at 5.30 or 2.30 over there. So we might be going back and forth. Plus, Kenobi, episode two, we'll break it down. A lot of talk. That ending. It's a lot to talk <laughs> about that ending. So, uh, Oti, Roberto, as always, thanks for being here. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Anything else you want to tell our fans before we head out? You know where to find me. It's down there. Yeah. yeah, same. I just do Twitter, so and a little bit of Instagram. So yeah. All right. And Roberto, you're doing great. We've seen those little by little updates you're doing for the Amidale Initiative. Art looks great. Can't wait to see when that comes out. So always. Yeah. No, thank you. And uh, you know, I'm gonna make I'm gonna do my comic this year. So oh, we gotta be there. Yeah. So get get ready for that, everyone. Support it when it comes out. And as always, thanks for joining us today. Or whenever you listen to this, we'll be back here tomorrow having a lot of fun talking Star Wars, Star Wars celebration on our Star Wars Saturday. So as always, stay safe. Be safe. I'm at the force. Be with your Kenobi. <laughs>